0: On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Welcome to On the Block on a wonderful. Wednesday. Big thanks to Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul for sponsoring the show. Really appreciate them. They are back open today. That's what Wednesdays means. They're open Wednesdays through the weekend down at 29th and Pine Lake Roads here in Lincoln. If you're in town, make sure you check them out. I would highly recommend getting Mary Ellen's for lunch. Get yourself all full and settled in before sitting down to watch Nebraska and Michigan State on Sunday, uh, this weekend. Or, of course, tonight, Nebraska-Minnesota, 8 o'clock tip-off from the barn, Williams Arena up in the Twin Cities. Nebraska looking to rebound from its first loss of the year. Minnesota has already played a conference game, and they lost it. So Nebraska gets its first conference game of the year on the road against the Golden Gophers. Big opportunity for the Huskers to get back on the winning track. Talked about a little bit with uh, Nick in our little crossover segment there. Minnesota is physical. Maybe not the most skilled team Nebraska will face. They're shooting break-even, you know, 33%, 34% from three on the year. We've seen Dawson Garcia and Minnesota is a pesky team. You know, Nebraska was probably better than Minnesota was last year. Uh, beat them in a couple of close games in the regular season, yet still fell in the Big Ten tournament. And really, that's the the measuring stick for Nebraska is how they fare in the Big Ten tournament and what it means for their you know postseason hopes this year. Nebraska can't be playing on day one of the Big Ten tournament. Moving forward, Nebraska can't be losing on day one of the Big Ten tournament. You'd like to think Nebraska could get itself out of that 11, 12, 13, 14 Wednesday day, start play on Thursday, get a win, move into the, the Big Ten quarterfinals, and go from there. But a, a different sort of test for Nebraska men's basketball with the, the physical nature of it. Uh, Ola Joseph is huge for Minnesota. Farrell Payne is huge. Both of those guys have done some really good things for the Gophers Um against Nebraska in the past. And that, I think, to me, is the the big challenge for Nebraska, Nick, is that Nebraska hasn't faced a team with Minnesota's size and effort, especially on the glass. And early in the year, Nebraska was rebounding pretty well. These last couple games, it slipped. So my hope is that that's the emphasis for Nebraska. They have Mm -hmm. to focus on it and get back to basics that they were doing, if not perfectly Better in the first week or two of the year than they have the last week.
1: That was a lot of the disappointment I think on Sunday. Right, there was a lot of second chance opportunities for for the Blue Jays on Sunday where it was. I mean, you were having guards come in and and rebound, like Stephen Ashworth, who was the smallest guy on the floor, was able to get in there. Trey Alexander, just just putting more effort, right? That's the effort that we talked about. Um, Another piece that I think Nebraska, what I want to see from them. They assisted as well as anybody in the Big Ten Conference prior to that game against Creighton. Mm -hmm. They had six assists on Sunday. Figure out a way to distribute the ball better, right? Mm -hmm. Um, They got to figure out a way. But back to your point about rebounding, like this is where, once again, we don't need Rink mass to necessarily be Superman out there, but understand like your role, especially Josiah Alec. Like Mm -hmm. those are two big bodies, like broad bodies that are down there that will cause problems in the Big Ten. And this is kind of one of the first few years where we felt like Nebraska's actually got a couple of those guys, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe not necessarily in height, but in terms of like width and just muscle and strength, it feels like they might have somebody and Mm -hmm. multiple guys at that. So show it, show it against that type of competition, show that physicality. I think we still, obviously we're going to be able to learn a lot over these next couple of games, but we learned a lot on Sunday and now we get to learn off of those observations continue learning up from Nebraska, especially on the glass like you mentioned.
0: Size matters. It absolutely does when it comes to rebounding, but so does positioning and so does effort. I mean, Bryce Williams is a big guy for the position he's playing. Mm -hmm. Maybe some one, some two, up to the three. He's a good positional rebounder. Jawan Gary stood around a couple times Mm -hmm. and watched, which you don't expect out of a guy that's normally that energetic, that is that physical, that likes to hit someone. But the guards have to get a body, at least check their man, Mm -hmm. give him a forearm, and then crash the boards, right? I know that Nebraska wants to run in transition more this year than it did last year, but the guards can't be leaking out standing waiting for their bigs to get every rebound. It's a team effort for a Nebraska team that should be better in rebounding, Mm -hmm. but doesn't have that elite guy on the boards necessarily.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right. I I think... It will be back to Bryce Williams, right? And we saw how valuable it could have being a you know having a guard that can rebound the basketball. Mm-hmm. We saw that in pass with Bryce. We saw that in pass with Delano Banton is Griesel. one that comes. Yeah, Sam Greasel, mm-hmm. right? Ha- allowing those guys to be able to you know get some physicality down low and and maybe get some rebounds. That's why I'm really fascinated by Bryce Williams going forward because mm-hmm. he's a guy that I could see them in.
0: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Some situations putting at the one and saying, you know what, Jamarcus, we know you're the most comfortable and and frankly the most successful at the two or off ball like mm-hmm. we discussed. Where I'm curious now if we'll start to see Bryce more so at the one running the point and and figuring out a way to kind of run this offense because he's comfortable in it mm-hmm. instead of Jamarcus and allowing Jamarcus to kind of be that catch and shoot guy where he's much more beneficial and much more successful.
0: And you've mentioned in our little crossover there having to get more production out of the guards. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But if you're going to have Bryce Williams run point, I don't think you can get away with having both Case and Jamarcus on the floor for very long. Yeah. I think yep. if that's the move, if Bryce Williams is going to handle the ball more, at least you know take it up to half court and then let like Kaysay initiate yep. in the half court, Jamarcus Lawrence is probably best in the bench role where he can focus more yeah. on scoring, where there's less pressure on him to start and finish a game. So what does that mean? It means maybe C.J. Wilcher, but probably Juwan, Juwan Gary, Gary slides into the starting lineup for more size. He hasn't shot it very well. I still think the shot looks better. I think he's yep. close to yep. getting some of those to go down despite some horrendous misses. I think that's the move is Kase, yeah. Bryce, Jawan Josiah, Alec, Rink, Mast, to start tonight because I think you would get more production from your guards if there were better uh, communicated roles that guys are more comfortable in.
1: Yeah, I'll be interested to see. Nebraska around the bucket on Sunday, and obviously it's such a small sample size, but it's like that's the one that means the most because it's the best opponent that Nebraska's played to this mm-hmm. point. Um, just around the bucket, they were not very good. Layups were not good. Haven't uh, been all year. Yeah a, co- yeah, a couple. I mean, N- Nebraska was ten of twenty three on layups. Woo. Ten of twenty three on layups. It's just not necessarily the place. And some of them were ugly. Like layups were getting airballed, and fi- you know, floaters were getting. We're, we're too short and not even draw an iron. You mm-hmm. had guys uh, that were trying, I think, to maybe try and draw fouls rather than just trying to complete the play. Mm-hmm. And, and and you can't play hesitant. Like, against physical defenders, you cannot be hesitant in, in your in your process. And I think sometimes on Sunday there was some hesitancy from Juwan Gary. Like, Juwan Gary, he would. we're used to this guy being that slasher kind of physical drive in the lane, drive through traffic, and somehow try to finish – he wasn't that on Sunday, and I think Nebraska needs that going forward, not only because you're still trying to figure out roles, but also you're still trying to figure out vocal and non-vocal leaders, right? Mm-hmm. Who are those guys that when you need a gritty bucket, when stuff is is moving so fast on the floor, because basketball can be such a fast-paced game, who are the ones that can go get you a bucket when things are going fast so you're not out of control?
0: Right. To your point on finishing, I think we take Derek Walker and Sam Griesel's finishing ability for granted. Now, Very their much guys, so. yeah. those guys had their, their share of misses. Derek Walker, especially at the end of the year when wars put on his shoulders, took yep. some wild ones. Yeah, But, you know, he was probably Nebraska's best, most consistent player, so he can have a few of those. Mm-hmm. But I think back to how Nebraska beat Creighton last year, it was Walker going right into the chest of Kalkbrenner and finding an angle to finish with both hands, and yeah. Griesel having the size to back down Alexander in the post. That was Nebraska's offense. They would back Riesel down one side of the floor as he brings it up, maybe screen for him with Derek Walker, maybe run some high-low-ish action with those two. Yep. But they were so good at finishing. How many times have you know Josiah Alec, Rinkmast, even Bryce Williams, I'll throw in that conversation, gotten fouled on layup attempts and not converted or yeah. not hit at some of those funky angles? Getting one or two of those to go down, I think changes the first half of that Creighton game so they don't feel as scared mm-hmm. going at Kalkbrenner or at
1: Alexander, but instead they don't yeah. go down, they settle for threes, and it snowballs. Yeah, there was no reason that Kulk, Kulk Brenner, when I say Kulk, Kulk Brenner uh, should have had just one foul through 25 minutes of game right. time. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way. No. There's no way. And, and that's one of those things where you try to go right at him. And, and why? Because Nebraska did that last year. They took him out of the game. They they went right at Colk Brenner. Part of that was with Derek Walker. I think you saw that. At the start with rink mass, but then once he was unable to number one, draw a foul or number two, get any shots to fall near the rim, mm-hmm. that's when he started stretching out the floor, started going out towards the perimeter. And hey, give credit to Creighton there because they said, All right, rink, all right, Josiah, go shoot him, go shoot him. And mm-hmm. they ended up going one for nine from the three combined.
0: Creighton took its chances in a, a three-point
1: shootout between yeah. Baylor Shireman and Stephen
0: Ash- Ashworth versus Josiah Alec and Which Rick And Bass. think about that. I mean, going uh, to go crazy you, Yeah,
1: you're going <laughs> to get that in favor of Creighton 19 out of 20 times. Not even 9 out of 10. 19 out of 20 times. And that's okay mm-hmm. because that's, what not, that's not what Nebraska should have. But that's on Nebraska. Mm-hmm. understanding, Hey, we can't just go and get lazy into what they want us to do.
0: Right. There's a very fine line between attacking a guy to get him in foul trouble and yeah. being reckless and just going for I it. I completely agree. We should probably take a break and get to Evan Bland of the Omaha world Herald here. Gino, Ashley on the Heyman text line. We see you. Thanks for chiming in and Jim watching on the YouTube stream. You're a faithful listener, Jim. We appreciate that. We'll step aside get Evan Bland on the horn. Talk and Husker football transfer portal. Probably some Huskers and Gophers hoops, maybe some more with Evan Blaine on the other side. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin-Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off.